you know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It is the ADU All Dressed Up Podcast, episode 36. Your boy, Kendall DC, and my man, Hef, streams to my... Three, I always get my points wrong. Three, six, mafia. Three, six, mafia is in the building. What up, Hef? What up, man? What up, K Dizzle? How you feeling today, man? Man, love is love. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad I'm I'm breathing and living, giving up opportunity to make things happen. We talked a little bit about what was going on, what I was doing. But I mean, you know, we, we do everything because we love what we do. Hey man, I never knew Renaissance men still exist, man. K Dizzle is definitely the Renaissance <laughs> man. Shit. I'm just trying to make sure that I retire within a reasonable age so I can enjoy the rest of my life. Nobody wants to be 80 and be like, yeah, all right, it's time to hang it up. No. <laughs> I ain't the one. I ain't the one. I come from different stock. I apologize for the camera. But remember last episode, we had some camera issues. Um, but we're doing a little bit but better. We make it happen. We make it happen. Shout out to the underdogs, man. Hey, 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 hey. Let me pull this up. Let me let me say this. I know I know Hef just gave me a little boy, but Hef is the is the prime directive of this whole operation if you don't know how everything gets orchestrated what we talk about when we talk about it and and what we give to you it's really written and scripted by your man you see right there um you know, with the beautiful beard shout out to health streams man big, you, big man. ups to you bro you keep you keep it fresh and exciting with what we do and how we do it <laughs> nah man i really that. appreciate that man i appreciate the love from you k Dizzle, but it's definitely a team effort um you know, it's not the ADU podcast. It's not the All Dressed Up podcast without you, without me, and without the people, man. That's why we do it live each and every Sunday night. You reminded me that about 15 minutes before we got on the air. You know, it's been a great, it's been a great experience for me to speak uh, for myself. But um, it's something to be proud of, man, and we're going to keep it going. We'll keep rolling, man. And let's do something that we haven't done in a few weeks, which is black business. Yes, Black sir. business shout out that we do on our podcast. Uh, we we try to make sure we remind ourselves to do each and every week. Let's start out with yours first, my guy. Uh, so who, I'm gonna who, who shout out today. I'm gonna pull out another Renaissance man, somebody that I've known for a long time. Sanchez McCray is the CEO and proud uh, owner of Panda Royal Entertainment. It's based out of Miami. He's definitely doing some big things down there. Um, I've seen some videos that he's put out with some artists that he's been working with. Uh, but Panda Royal Entertainment is definitely going to be making some noise down in the Miami area, um, originating from the DMV. So definitely uh, check them out and support uh, the talent that's coming out of Panda Royal Entertainment. Shout out to him doing big things, man. Uh, he's out here doing shows in, in Miami. He's getting it in, putting the work in, some family stuff right there. Uh, let's, let's play this right here. See what's good. Boom, 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 boom. Freaky bitch shaking it with a sister. She like the diamond on my radio. She want one for her finger. Gotta keep it low. Freaky bitch shaking it with a sister. She like the diamond. We can find the Miami sound. 
the Panaroyal Entertainment. This is their IG page, PanaroyalENT.com. Go check out their website. It's followed by Half Streams, the man himself. He's on my list there. But yeah, shout out to Panaroyal Entertainment, man. I'm telling um, you, man, I don't just talk it. I support, I follow. Hopefully, you can do the same. Absolutely, man. Go just, it, it, there, it costs you nothing for a follow, it costs you nothing for a like. It helps the page out tremendously for their visibility and the algorithms that play into it. I'm going to be selfish this week because I normally have three or four teams, but I just uh-oh, uh-oh. literally dropped this, what, two days ago? I'm was excited it for this one. Two days ago? Yeah, so, about two, yeah. This week's Black Business, we're going to talk about M4 Apparel Company, and I'm going to use my platform to use my platform. So M4 Apparel Company's new um, new clothing line that I was working on, we built this together. Um, it's it's going to be ran by my four daughters. All their names start with M, uh, and it's going to be clothes that we choose. That we we actually started this page. I started this page, um, so we're going to talk about everything that we do and how we do and what we decide upon showing. It is not fully built out yet. I have a website; it's not published yet. But if all you got to do is go give Info Pearl Company a like and a follow, you'll see all the stuff that we have upcoming. I'll give you the first thing that we're going to drop. The first item on the docket that we're going to drop is going to be on Amazon and everything else. It's going to be a nice knitted winter hat. It's super dope. We're doing photo shoots and stuff for it right now. The girls, are, we're going to put a video up early this week. You're going to see it. But Info Apparel Company, please go check it out. Give it a like and a follow. Panel Royal Entertainment. Give them a like and a follow. Show your love for your black business this week. Shout out. Hey, Sinead. What's up, sis? Love you so much. What's up, baby? Uh, shout out to the to the belated birthday girl man have i hope you guys had a great time over the week shout out to my wife regina of 15 years absolutely 15 long man, years give it up, we celebrated man. anniversary um so you know um, cheers to black love man cheers to black love just stay consistent and love each other and keep rolling black businesses oh, look look you messed me up right so i could have been <laughs> part of the business and it could have been M5. If, oh, okay. I'm sorry. But I know you didn't want to claim your long-lost son no. in that fashion. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm be pulling. I'll take him before I hit double digits. That's that's the problem right there. <laughs> but that's I'll take That's but a child molestation. But I'll take the knit hat. Take the knit hat. It's super dope. It's super dope. But a video will be coming out soon. But, man. Looking forward to it. Shout-outs to our, our, our black businesses, man. Keep your head up. Stay strong. Hey. Let's go into sports. Shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles. I had to say that first. Go ahead. I mean, let's shout out your Philadelphia Eagles. They did what they were supposed to do. They handled the Denver Broncos, unlike the Cowboys the previous week. (laughs) Speaking of the Cowboys, they had the opportunity to put up a route on the (sighs) bum-ass Atlanta Falcons. I've been saying that. Sorry, but, you know, no one listens to me. The Cowboy fans definitely calling the Super Bowl, but I don't think they can beat Tampa, I don't think they can beat the Rams. No. I don't think the Cowboys can beat Arizona, but I'm just half. So basically, no. let's talk about uh let's talk about something other that I wanted to get into. <laughs> what did you hear about what did you hear about the Aaron Rodgers situation? I heard that Aaron Rodgers quote unquote misled the media about his vaccination status when he said, and I quote, Yes, I am immunized. Okay, and so everybody thought that to believe that he had, um, he had gotten the shot. He had, he had been vaccinated for COVID, and when it finally came out that he wasn't, um, 
that's when the NFL stepped in and saying he can't play and all this other stuff. Now, I'll let you talk about the fines. Well, you know, what gets me is obviously the parallels with the NBA and the situation that Kyrie Irving was going through. And you got to compare it because mm-hmm. I think the biggest, before we get into the fine and the punishment or lack thereof, for Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. when you get into it, Kyrie Irving stood for something that he believed in. And he's making a decision, if you call it selfish, uh, pretty honest and open, in mm-hmm. my opinion. You know, he addressed the team. He addressed the media. He said he didn't get vaccinated. Um, I guess he'd be considered an anti-vaxxer, if that's a new word now or term. Um, but Aaron Rodgers pretty much told everybody, like you said, he was uh, he was shot up. So at that point, you know, you're really lying and you're you're misguiding your team and the NFL. And surprisingly, like, I had no idea. I get home today. And I turn the game on. He's playing, mm-hmm. playing ball, man. So I don't, I don't really know if it was a, a good punishment. I think he got fined like less than thirty grand. He got fined fourteen thousand dollars. And the parallel grand. was the parallel was between his fine and Ceedee Lamb's fine of untucked jersey of twenty thousand dollars. Wow! And so. It's supposed to be, you know, per incident of, you know, you hanging out with teammates unvaccinated without a mask and so forth. And so apparently the NFL did not do their due diligence and look at um, everything that he's done since he came out as he's unvaccinated. He got fined for going to a dinner, being unvaccinated without a mask, hanging around, hanging around his other teammates for that one dinner. They didn't see the Halloween pics. They didn't see the Halloween video, you know, the other parties or the clubs that he went to with his teammates that are clearly on social media um, while he was unvaccinated. But they only chose that one. So that's why the parallels are drawn. Same thing with Kyrie Irving, the parallels are drawn. Here's I think everybody should be vaccinated, should get vaccinated. Um, If the government requires it, then you have to get vaccinated. It's the same situation as you know, the measles or, um, you know, all those other vaccinations that are immunizations that are required for kids to go to public school. I think COVID-19 will be along those lines. The issue that we're having as a community, as a, as Americans, is that how fast it hit to market and how fast we were, we were to um, approve it. Now, the reason why we had to approve it so fast is because people were literally dying. Mm-hmm. And so, and so there was, there was really no options at that point. We did as much as we could to make sure it was safe. Now that things have calmed down a little bit more, um, it makes a little more sense. You know, there have been more tests showing that you're, you're 70% lo- less likely to die if you have the vaccine versus don't, um, you can go ahead and believe that there's a microchip in it if you want to, or there's there's nanobots tracking you or whatever, what, whatever you want to believe. Or you can just say, hey, I don't want the vaccine. It's the same way saying, hey, I don't want a license. Well, if you don't want to get the license, you ain't going to be able to do a lot of stuff. And that's just, you're just going to have to live under that guise and move on from there. And I mean, on, on, the broad, on the broad space, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, the, the, the plan is definitely going to be put in place to where – if you're going to want to move around and do, you know, the the most important things in life, you're definitely going to probably have to get it. And I think identification and having the vaccine card is going to be coming soon, too. But to yeah. wrap up sports, though, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, 
Aaron Rodgers line. You know, I think he's a great yep. quarterback. Should he be playing? Should he be fine? Should he be suspended? I think at the end of the day, he should definitely take this situation a bit more serious because, you know, misguiding your teammates is pretty is pretty messed up. Yeah, especially lied. when you got a lot of families involved. So uh that's that's Aaron Rodgers and his and his little snafu. But um yeah, man, that's about it for sports. No, it's not. No, it's not. Where you wanna go? The the even bigger conversation I had is welcoming back Cam Newton. Oh yeah. To the Carolina Panthers and the route that they did to Arizona when yeah. he came back. They routed one of the best teams in the NFL. Did you see what he said when he scored the first touchdown? I'm back. <laughs> got five for the unsportsman. I mean, got a flag for the unsportsmanlike conduct. Hey, let yeah, that man be take great. That one. I'll take, yeah, yeah that he can take that energy, in. Man, he had to come back and let it be known. He threw a touchdown, too. Yeah, mad love, mad love to Cam Newton, man, showing out, going back to Carolina and doing this thing with the route. Uh, hopefully he does big and, big, big and better things while he's there. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I got for sports, man. That's all we got for sports. Um, you want to go to your music sleepers? Hey, man, let's talk about music sleepers, man. Why not? We've been compiling the list. I haven't seen 410 tonight, but he came up with a great idea. The list of our sleepers will be posted on Spotify soon. If you've been watching for like the last six episodes, we've been playing probably like the last four episodes. Mm-hmm. We've been playing songs that are. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of, we're big, kind of a little slept on, but you might not have heard it or you might have forgot about it. So let's check some of them out tonight. All right, I made you go first last time. I'm gonna go ahead and go first. Um, my sleeper is it's by uh, I don't is, is he well known by now? Unless you watched it, I'm unless sure. you watched the um the series. I can't. What's it? What's the name? Of, what's the name of the series? I didn't forget it with Ti. Um, was on no, um, Chance the Rapper. You talking about um? What was it called? Issues. See, we're terrible. terrible. Anyway, he won. He won it. Uh, the man's name is D Smoke. Okay, I don't know if you've been listening to his music. If you have or you haven't, but the dude makes absolute quality music. He is a sleeper that probably not people, not a lot of people have heard. Yes, called Mind My Business. I'm gonna go ahead and share this. this is right off the YouTube channel we're gonna write it up i was told to stay out the way until you know where you are tell the coach to lay out the play and play your clothes for each yard other niggas gonna ride your way to stay afloat and keep calm Still be ready to catch a fade and play the role of a warrior. Life with all distractions, every altitude. All right. That's D Smoke. Mind my business. Go look that up. Go stream that. Enjoy I think yourself. The show, the show the was called, um, I think the show was called Rhythm and Flow. Rhythm and Flow. Is it called Rhythm and Flow? I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Thank you. Because we both were terrible. In, in yeah, I was struggling. I didn't appreciate it. struggling that. hard. Um, there was a couple of dope people off that joint too, man. A couple of dope people out there. All right, let's move to my guy. Have streams. Who we got? Who am I pulling up? You know, I like to vibe out something you can chill to. Phony people, why I love the moon. Phony people, why I'm on, and I queued it up. I queued it right up.
That's why I love the moon Every night it's there for you It's constant Unlike these human beings Who lie about what it seems to be On the same lines tonight. What's going on? Yeah, I like that one. Oh, phony people. Phony why people. I love, why I love the moon. Do you smoke my my business? We have some chill shit tonight. What's good? No, I really thoroughly doing? enjoyed that. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. Shout out to the sleepers that we're going to make sure we keep doing every week. Um, before we get really, really into what we want to talk about tonight, um. Let's let's talk about this this uh, ask your world situation. Okay, right. Go ahead. I'm I'm gonna let you lead on that. I'm gonna let you lead on that. If if y'all don't know, explain what happened. If you've been hiding under a rock, or if you've been working too hard like K Dizzle, you might not have heard that. Unfortunately, we lost eight young uh, concert goers last week uh, at the Astro World concert. This is a concert that is held and ran by Travis Scott in his hometown of Houston, Texas. And apparently um, there's been a lot of backlash, obviously, because eight lives were lost because you never would think that you might lose your life going to a concert. And unfortunately, you know, there were speculations that they might have been, you know, packed to its capacity uh, beforehand. Um, A lot of criticism and backlash went towards the artist Travis Scott himself because they said he didn't necessarily stop the show. So I think it's a, it's uh kind of up for debate if you could say could have you know could he have stopped the show, um but you know rest in peace and uh, condolences to the families of the eight people that were lost. It, it's tough. It's it's tough on. Well, here's here's the other problem because he has a history of pushing his crowds to do certain things and go certain ways and just you know this that and the other whatever. The crowd is the crowd. You have what happened was they were rushing towards the stage, and as they're rushing towards the stage, you got so many people packed in, everybody gets sandwiched and everybody gets crushed. And that's what continually began to happen. Uh, and how do you control that? You know, if you if you're a performer and all you see is ants on stage, right? You see people on stage, um, and half the time you're not sure, you know, you're you can see if they're into it, but on the stage, you can see probably, I'm going to say, five rows deep. And if those five rows deep people are up there and they're waving their hands, because all you hear is what's in your ears and some of the crowd noise, you can't really tell what's going on. You know, so you I, think all the accusations of him being able to know what was going on kind of come up false because you don't think he saw it or heard it? Anybody who's performed on stage can tell you they don't know they don't they can't see anything that's going on unless it unless it like rapidly breaks out. You know what I'm saying? You can tell when a mosh pit is happening because everybody's moving fast and all that other stuff. But if if people are moving forward and they're getting crushed and it just looks like a bunch of people, 
you know, it, but it see a lot like of people, a lot of people had these, like, you know, obviously these videos on their phones, right. That they were putting out where you saw people trying to like yell at security, holler towards the stage to stop the show. Like, you know, bodies right. were dropping everywhere. And um, it seemed like the security for the event that were able to get to the people really had no type of um, they paramedic, they, you know, well, background. Even if they could, they probably didn't at the same time, even if they could get to the people. The problem was having enough security to get to the people or to breaking it up or having another form of ability to break it up. I, only other way, because because. You have a few people that know what's going on, and then you have the rest of the people that are doing whatever they're doing are still in the show. You know what I'm saying? Still trying to end the show and join the show and push it forward that they don't know what's going on to their left. So it's but really is it, a tough is it ultimately, But is it ultimately his responsibility to stop the show? As long as he can see and know what's going on for him to stop the show, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That's why you said, you know, you got other artists stopping the show, asking the fans if they're if they're okay. Um it's not a question of, I don't think it's, you know, at those shows, it's not a question of them throwing shade, you know, saying, you know, Travis Scott should have did that. It's saying that they want to make sure that their fans are okay and that, um, you know, there's something that that's not going on that they can't see. You know what I'm saying? They I, I, think, it was in, I think it was interesting to see some of the artists that did stop their show and ask if, if the fans were okay. I know that this is something that people do often. Right, but uh, to see like you know, Scissor say it. She had a big song with Travis Scott in a music video. Uh, I don't know. I think it's interesting, but I definitely saw and I heard that he canceled um, some type of concert that was supposed to be a one-off for like five and a half million uh, mm-hmm. out in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard he canceled that, so he's going to be going to be definitely working on. Uh, I think you know, paying back something to those families to try to you know repair to the situation the best he can yeah i mean that's 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 pretty much all he can do i mean what goes on in the stands unless he's completely wherever you can't put 100 percent of that on the artist who's performing you have to put that you have to put a lot of that on security and the lack of or the lack of the amount of people that that should be paying attention or or whoever or whoever was responsible for arranging the you know the physicality of the event security i'm saying or like just the structure, you know, how many people were allowed, you know, there's usually like a, uh, you know, state laws or something where you have those types of shows. They can't, they can't control that. It's been like that for years. They cannot control that. When you got that many people that have tickets and they can move, move anywhere. If it's like a fest festival like that, there's no way for them to control that unless they have adequate security on staff to be able to handle that in which that case they didn't, they didn't have enough staff security to be able to see what was going on. Um, realize it and make the necessary adjustments to help those people and get them out of that situation. So it's 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 all a security situation. Everybody's going to point their fingers and say this, that, and the other. We didn't talk to who. They didn't talk to us. Military, state, police, whatever the case may be. It, it all comes down to making sure you have enough people for for the people to be safe. And, you know, unfortunately, you can't go back and, and change what happened. So at this point, no. I guess it's just a wake-up call to the industry. Uh, and, and for concert goers in the future, you know, definitely take heed to the amount of people around you and be aware of your surroundings at all times. Yeah, that's it, and that's all there is to it. Look, if y'all going, you know, if y'all gonna go to a concert, just be safe. Make sure you're in a safe area. You know, um, my heart goes out to the little nine. I think it's boy is nine year old, nine years old. Mm. Uh, that's in a coma. 
because he was on the shoulders of his, I think his dad or his uncle, and because yeah, because of uncle. the pressure, he passed out, and the kid, you know, got trampled, is in a coma. Um, that's crazy. For one, you know, it's tough putting yourself in that type of position um, when you have that when you have that child in your in your arms. It's two, just being trapped in it. You know, there's probably a situation where he got trapped. And and that's that's tough. That's a really tough thing to come from. You're supposed to go to a concert and have fun, and when those things, types of things like that happen, it's sad. It's sad. But you, but we got to figure out a way to protect our um, concert goers and our people better. We can't put it all on the artists. We got to put it. We got to put some security, some blame where it belongs. Um, people in the security, people in the security. So um, we'll see what happens. We'll, yes, see how, we'll see how he cleans it up and uh, what happens moving forward with his uh, Astro World event. Yeah. I don't think, look, Travis is going to bear the brunt because it's his show. And he has a history of, of um, you know, pushing the crowd to do certain things and, and whatever the case may be. Uh, so he's going to take the brunt of it. He's going to figure things out, recoup, and um, have things right on the next go. Just don't stay down forever, bro. And then the Keep media- getting your money, my guy. And then the media is so fucked up. They came out with reports talking about Drake went to the because you know Drake performed that night as well. Which mm-hmm. they say he was at the strip club in Houston. He saw uh, they saw him spend a million in the strip club the same night that the eight people passed away. I'm like, what? They always got to come up with some crazy shit. People die every day, B. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, dehumanizing the fact that people died at the concert, but you know, people are going to do what people are going to do, whatever they plan to do. Period. Now you know drawing parallels is 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 crazy, you know. That's like me saying, you know, how dare you drink liquor when Colin Powell died today? Mm-hmm. You know that is it's just dumb. It's just dumb. You just need to build a story on something. So watch out, watch out for the news media. We always looking for some dumb shit to report and make you make you quote unquote mad at somebody or deflect the blame. But look, let's go into the deep. Uh, tonight, kind of like a split decision deep dive tonight because it's, it's a whole bunch of it. Um, we want we want to go in. Which way it's you want to go? A lot I shouldn't talk about, man. Which way you want to go first? I want to either the top or the bottom one first. Well, let's go ahead and do the top one first. <sighs> go ahead and kick it off. Question. You want me to kick it off? Yeah. So the question is, all right. So we we talking relationships first, man. If you are in a relationship, is he or she not doing what he or she did to get you in the first place? Are they continuing to keep the fire lit or did they fall off the meat wagon since they got you? That's an old ass term, meat wagon, by the way. (laughs) I just fucking used. Just Just date myself. But um. Is the fire still going? Are they keeping the fire going or are they just letting it simmer? Question of the day. <laughs> are they letting it simmer? Are they, are just, they, they keeping the fire going? Keeping the fire going. It simmer? You know, like a gas stove, right? You hit a tick, 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 tick. Poof. Are they leaving that bitch on high or they they turning that, turn that flame down? Well, the biggest thing low. is, is she not doing what she used to do? Is, is, she, is she all of a sudden a different woman than she was when you met her? Hmm. And at what point can you tell that person straight up, like, look, like, you're not doing the same things that, like, made me fall in love with you? And that's the tough part because, like, I think the longer you let that build up, I think that that's going to be, it's going to lead to a worse reaction. 
Mm. That makes sense. I, I feel you. So what would be some of the things that you say, um, like startup doing? What would you what would you say? Like, what are some of the things that you were doing at the beginning of your relationship that you may have felt fallen off on? I think my biggest thing was like, uh, if I had to speak about myself personally, I probably laid, I probably fell back on like all the, the 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 chivalrous part or the portions of the relationship, like the opening the door, op- opening the car door every time you know she goes to get in or get out. Um, you know, maybe pull on her chair back at dinner. Some of the things that I might have done when I first met her to go above and beyond. So I had to kind of like look at myself and she even said to me one time, like, you used to open the car door for me. <laughs> and that shit fucked me up, Herman. I was like, damn, she's right. So, you know, yeah. that's that's real. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah, that's a little thing. That's a little thing. <laughs> especially, you know, especially when it comes back up, though, right in your face, and you're yeah. in the car, you're like, pulling the seatbelt. She's like, you used to open the car door for me. <laughs> that just makes you feel so bad. You you sit you sit in your seat like mm. you slumped over. Then you push the door. <laughs> then you reach over and push the door open from the inside. I got you, baby. I got you. Uh, he said, once the honeymoon stage is over, that's when the shit get real. That's that's mm-hmm. honest, man. That's honest. But it, you know what? It, it feels worse when they recognize the ego. Damn, you know what? Oh I'm yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. think for for me, I'm be for me honestly. I think it's um, it's the the going out part, the taking her out. Just it's the just us part, which oh, you used to wine and dine. You start, yeah, wine used and to dine. wine and dine, used to hang out, um, used to wine and dine, hang out, go out to eat the just us part because you know, we we rolling, we got we get kids, and we we for we um, we neglect ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Everything else is kids and family first, so so the biggest thing that we did recently was the trip for her birthday when we went to mexico mm-hmm. and so that was like i said that was the first trip that we have been on together by ourselves since well, how do you well how do you how do you find time k to like keep your romance like really hot or like you know keep that flame going when you have four children and you're so busy with work like what do you do personally to make sure that you and your wife still have have those moments what do I do to make sure that we still have those moments within um, all the business, within all the children's activities and things that they got going on? I'm sure it's difficult sometimes. It is. It is. Um, we crack jokes. We talk. Uh, we talk more than anything else. We talk a lot of stuff out. Um, and um, how do you keep it? I mean, it's it's not just it's I, I wish I could say it was just one thing. Um, but it's all the little things. Um, and it could be something as little as, let's say, um, because women are emotional creatures. Uh-oh. Right? Uh-oh. <laughs> let's open the door. No, no, no. Let's open the door. Women are emotional am, am I, creatures. Do I got your back on this one? Or am I going in behind you on this one? Well, I'm going to let you decide. Going? You can decide after I say what I say. Then right, you can figure ahead. out your life at that point. Women are emotional creatures and their love languages based on the woman is completely different. So 
And this part, this this part plays into uh, can play into in a relationship, can play into intimacy as well. So it could be as small as doing the little things that she asked for to put her in um, in the right mood or position or be receptive of just um, just be receptive of of feeling like you you're doing your part or you care. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's just say, let's say taking out the trash, right? My trash comes every Monday and Thursday. My wife at one point was a pain in the butt and would try to beat me up in the morning and take the trash out. I stopped it hundred uh, percent. I stopped it hundred percent. I woke up earlier than her to get the trash out. So she wouldn't touch it. D- just those, those small things or um, taking care of some things that, that you know they may have put off for a while. Um, oh shoot! See, she's texting me right now. Taking care of some things that she you know, that you might have put off for a while. She might have put off a while. You just pick up and do. Just just small things that help her along the way to make her feel like uh, to make her make her know that you care. Make her feel like she care and you're a part of it. So you say spontaneity is the key. Ron said, "Yeah, I see. Um, I see uh, Arizona and Erica going back and forth and." She says, Arizona, Ron, we love that. Take the lead. But what happens if he stops taking the lead? What if, like, that was what made you attracted to him in the first place, Eric? And all of a sudden now he's been, you know, all up in there. And now you're all, you know, six months in and he ain't making mm-hmm. plans no more. He's looking back yeah. at you like, what you want to do? Yeah. Like you I said, know? in intimacy, when I say it, like I said, isn't just sex. Intimacy is just a whole, you know, you can just be holding each other and be close. Um, you can't be vulnerable with someone that you don't trust. Now, trust is a whole nother issue. We ain't talking about trust. We yeah, do, yeah. t- huh? You know, you know, trust is a is a whole nother thing. That's it's a deep, about it's a deeper topic. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's an even that's an even different topic. Oh um, man, watching Adele too. So you, you know, know you got, Adele, you got those, what's Adele doing? What is she doing? We're we're gonna find out in a minute, um, but. Hello? It's doing those things to keep that fire, that that love, that flame going. Those small things that I think that's helped us along the way, um, help us along the way keep that kind of fire going. Not to say that there weren't some times where it dimmed out, uh, was some times where we struggled, but um, being vulnerable is a huge part of love. It is scary, absolutely. Uh, but it's necessary if you want to make sure that that deep connection between you, um, uh, between you, but, is but, everlasting. But, so. but let's not, but let's not derail off the question. Like again, we're talking about people who stop doing what they were doing to get you to fall in love with them, right? Mm-hmm. So, what do you do if you are in love with a person, and what got you to be so attracted and so in love with them? They're not doing it anymore. Obviously, you say communication, but that's the easy answer because you're afraid to probably address it in a certain way, or you might not be. You no, know, but but you like like you just said, your girl communicated to you. She said you used to open the door for me, right? You know, that you used to, you which know, is you used a good sign door. because that's on the surface, in my opinion. But like, if it got deeper, I would hope she would do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. As opposed but, to just pick up her shit and say, "Man, this motherfucker ain't doing the same shit." Right. You and the know? the other question is the other question is. Uh, if they were doing what they needed to, if they were doing what they're doing to get you, how much of that was really them and not just to get you? 
That's you the know whole, what I'm saying? That, yeah. That's How the much whole of them and not to get you. That's the undertone. Not just to get you. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't want to. If you if you uh if you fall if you're doing too much and that is not who you really are just to be with that person, then you're wasting your time. Because- well, what about uh, my bad? No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just gonna think about another aspect. What about if you know you guys are like making love all over the place when y'all first get together, you know, doing it in all types of exotic locations in the elevator and the office, you might be, you know, over here, over there. And then all of a sudden, it, right. And then all of a sudden, it just goes to like half, or like you know, all the way down to like you know, sixty percent less of that. Would you be at that point looking like, "What's up with you? Like, what's what's different?" Or because that person's not doing what they were doing in the beginning, right? Right. So um, that's another aspect. People get older. Sex drives change. <laughs> oh, it's or or. Um, yeah, you said I. I'd wonder what's. I wonder what's question, up, right? I wonder what's up. Um, that is a good question. How do you look? Like I said, sex drives change, people change, or you just need to switch it up. Anything, I'm gonna tell you right now. The first thing that, in my opinion, a woman's gonna think is you're cheating on her. Really? In my opinion. Ooh, how many women believe that? If if a man stops what he's doing as much as he's doing, the you, the guy's cheating on him. The guy's cheating on him right now. Mm. I guarantee you, I'm gonna step Dang. out on let me say most women are gonna think in their mind he's going somewhere else. Mm. Mm. What if the what if the guy just gets um what if it's not a priority for the guy anymore? See, can't you. even fake. I think it's another one. Can't even figure. I think it's another woman. Woo! What if the priorities change? Like you said, priorities and people change. Yeah, but that's that's even like why why am I so far down on this now? You're talking about Ooh. priorities. Like you need to prioritize me too. Like my girl tells me all the time. Like I can be the best all star at work in the world, but she still wants me to come home and have that same energy. Mm. We talking Damn. about that probably on like episode fifteen. <laughs> so true they assume it's like look exactly we gotta be animals we have to be animals at that point at the same token they we think we have to, they think we have to have it all the time like we can't operate like them you know because women love to boast and brag how long they can go abstinent and not have to be with a man and still get off in their life and do all these great things but men i think we do the same thing I think we do the same thing as well. Um, we said, don't have the reputation to do that, though. What's that? To do what we just said. Like, just, you know, sit down, chill out, not necessarily be, you know, having sex around, you know, focusing on maybe a goal or, or a job or whatnot, and just living life. Like, ah, women, but you think can't... Men, women think men always got to be with somebody. See, but you can't go from breaking my back Monday through Friday to once every two weeks. What's really good? So then what do you do, Erica? Do you really good? What's really you, good? Do you say timeout? <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean, but the the bigger the broader question is breaking the back Monday through Friday. It's just Monday through Friday. How long is that sustainable? That that goes back to setting the standard. Don't go setting the bar too high, my friend. 
That's like going to work and being so great, going above and beyond at work. Your boss is going to expect that level of effort every time. So you every everything in moderation, right? And every, but, all but, I'm saying is, if you hit a bell, make sure you can hit that bell again. <laughs> but no, if you're gonna ring that, if what you're saying is, if you're gonna ring that bell, ring that bell in moderation. But you if you've to. already set the precedent for that at the beginning of the relationship, then that's where that becomes an issue. How do you get that like, rolling? That's like when you lead into when you lead into any relationship with something, right? When I say lead into, right, like how you're baiting that person. Remember that term that he used to say, bait. Yep. Like if I lead into the relationship to where I'm whining and dining you, right? Mm-hmm. Or I'm buying you Gucci bags and buying you, you know, Louis Vuitton shoes and purses and, you know, really getting you flashy gifts and everything. And then all of a sudden you give it up. We, we together now, you know, like, like y'all said, the honeymoon phase is over and now I'm buying you like stuff from Burlington and shit. Damn. He just downgraded the shit out of Burlington. Like I'm Burlington. just saying like, did I set the standard too high because I was buying all that nice stuff? When I was courting her, right, the old bait mm-hmm. and switch got you, Yo. <laughs> right? When I was courting her, I got her the Louis bags and all that good shit. But now all of a sudden that everything's in the open, like, uh, I don't, you know, let's not get the bag today. Hey, 20, 20, 20 grand in credit card debt going to Burlington Catching now. <laughs> Catching up. Catching up. We're going to get back together, baby. We're going to get back. <laughs> it can't be a drastic change like that. I'm telling you, I'm hitting Erica with all the, with all the good ones tonight. People do it. People do it. People do it. So that's, you know, oh, you got to start out small. Mm. Uh, so start that's like day. the old fashioned saying. You small gotta, bait like, don't bait. Small bait don't catch your next fish. Under promise, over deliver, right? Under promise, over deliver. Small bait don't catch the big fish. Telling you right now, they can't see it. <laughs> and no, and no bait don't catch no fish. No fish, no bait catch no fish. <laughs> that's 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 just the magic. Um, what the fuck, are we talking about? I don't know what the fuck we talking about. <laughs> man. Just talk about fishing and some other shit and burns the co factory. But no, um, if they're not doing what they did to get you in the first place, you always have to question why they did what they did. Um, I know of people in relationships that did. You know, somebody did everything they could to bag that person. And when they got that person, they just stopped. And, and that was it. And they were together for years, um, together for years. And the one person ended up being super unhappy because the one that did, did everything just fell apart and decided to do some other stuff. So you don't want to set yourself up, um, set yourself up like that. You got to be be conscious of what people are doing and why they're doing what they're doing. Because hey man, can I adjust the chat real quick, Kermit? Before go ahead, go ahead. Before the who, message who? goes away, Burlington do be having some shit. Though. So how you know I was gonna <laughs> say something about that comment? So Arizona, look, here's my beef with Burlington and TJ Maxx and all those shits, right? I don't understand the concept of buying cologne that I can't smell. <laughs> so I got stand in line. And look at this dumbass rack of all these colognes, these CD tier level colognes. And I can't even smell them. They're in the security boxes and shit. So I got to take a chance. And then I look at my girl and I say, which one do you think smells better? 
Do you think I should get the blue water or the cool ocean? Yeah, yeah. Coin flip. And then use your imagination. It's $30. It's, it's only $30 anyway. It's only $30. You can throw it in the trash if you don't like it. Uh, but when you, you get know, home and you open that, man, that should have pissed look, you off. Look, look, look. Dudes be doing the most to get women and turn into an entire new person. That's exactly what we're talking about. Wobble says, you basically set yourself up for a Why whole bunch of stuff. Why it got to be Because it's, huh? it's going to be on the back of women's minds what's going on or what has changed. Very, very true. You're setting yourself up for failure. But why does, why does it, it gotta to be, be just dudes? dudes? We're not saying it's just dudes, it's women too. You know, the se- <laughs> no. Um, as you get older, your priorities change if you're in a serious relationship. So much for someone that I feel like y'all should have similar priorities. Well, that's a perfect world. Mm. You know, that's in the perfect world. You hope you hope as you and your significant other grow. Your priorities change and you stay aligned. That's that's in a perfect relationship. No, no, that's that's wrong, Hef. That's wrong. Let me let me correct you right there. When you become when you get together with another person, you come in a relationship. You you both of you choose what the priorities are pushing forward. Right. What is going to be the what are going to be our priorities pushing forward? But what if you're on the same page? That's that's what that's what gets the issue when you're talking about relationship because you, if you have priorities and they have priorities and they're not to, they're not the same, that's where the issue lies. If we're not talking about what our priorities are as a as a unit, that's a big issue. And they can be as it can be okay. Well, all right, our priority is this, babe. Um, I'm gonna work and you go to full school full time. You finish school and once you finish school. You know, you get a job. I'll go. I'll go back and finish whatever it is, or or whatever the case may be. But it will be our priorities, not just his and hers, or his and his, or hers and hers. Whatever the case is for the relationship. So, um, the priorities have to have to be together. They have to be made together, and not just one, not just one situation. Not just I, I want to do this and I want to do this. Okay, well, you do that while I do this. That ain't gonna work because it's always gonna be. Some, always gonna be I hate in the middle. I hear you, but I, I've I've seen a lot of relationships probably fail in my day because they might not have been upfront about being on the same page with their priorities. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because they ain't talking about it. everybody. everybody that's the big part about. Um, so you would. Hope, that's hope you can be aligned. No, no, that's the biggest thing about marriage. The marriage now relationship. You can be in a deep relationship for a long time and that shit don't work out and don't work out. Fuck it. But you get to the marriage part of it and you hit them vows. Okay, it's got it. It's us. It's us now. We can, you know, we can do some you and I while we still talking about marriage, but it's us when the marriage part hits because uh, that's what we chose to do and that's the decision that we made. And if it's not us, it's us or nothing. You know, uh, it, that and that's that's where the situation Gets a little ugly at that point. Uh-oh. Halfway to go, my guy. I can't hear you, man. Let me bring you on and off. You're looking a little pixelated. But that's that's it. Or at least said at the honeymoon phase, when you're out to impress, or so put on your best impression. Yes. But that impression, you don't want to go too far. Um, so you can put on a there you go. So, so what would you say as another thing? 
You said, what would I say is another thing? Uh-oh, push that button again, half. Uh-oh, we're going to... I'm just looking for a woman... Oh, my gosh. With manageable mental health problems. Good luck, sir. <laughs> Good luck finding a woman with manageable mental health problems. Or just being a man with manageable mental health problems. Because uh, I think um, the other part of the conversation we we're going to have was was about you know, what we look like after, before and after. Half. <laughs> In and out like a robbery. Fix that mic. Yo, yo, yo. There it is. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You turned the red light on? What's going on? Nah, man. Something's going on with All the right. feet. All right. We're doing it live, baby. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. That's all good. That's where we are. But, um, you know, mental health problems. That's where you know that was the second half of the t- of conversation topic. Um, um, that's that's a strong segue into there. Um, what are men? All right, so Kermit, you, you just use my whole government name. You made a comment that men, women are emotional <laughs> creatures. Uh, what are men? <sighs> men are even more emotional creatures. I'm just going to say that because um, men live and die on their pride, unfortunately. Pride of who they think they are and who they're supposed to be. I'll just be real. Um, a man will die on the sword to, 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 um, to keep a lie alive that he doesn't want <laughs> other, other people to find out about. I'm just dead ass. Dead ass, I'm telling you, they will die on the sword to keep a lie going, you know. And it's just a sad state of affairs. That pride, that pride of of looking vulnerable or uh, a quote unquote less than what they want other people to uh, to to see them as. Um, we are even more emotional creatures. We just don't know. We don't. We haven't been grown with the, all the tools in order to be able to show them effectively. And that's the God's honest truth. Um, it's that age old age, that's generational um, education where a man is supposed to be this and is supposed to be that. I think that that part of it is loosening and we're being better. Um, our kids are being better on how to allow our young men to be emotional or to deal with their feelings on a better level so that we can have deeper relationships with with significant others, whatever they choose. So. Yes, we are even more emotional creatures. Um, he said most of the dying on the sword is like it is self impalement. You are 100% correct because a man will risk everything for his pride. Um, men need to be more comprehensive instead of limiting themselves to only being providers and, tech and protectors. Um, that's changing. That is 100% changing with, like I said, with our children, with the younger generation being more um i won't say more loose but more um more open and more open and free with with how they deal with things let me see i've <laughs> got the i've got the real life special going on over, over there but 
But uh, he's, he's working through whatever he's got working through there. <laughs> Me and my trash camera tonight and, and help working through his, his other um, uh, issues. That's why we live, man. That's why we love it. So I hope that answers your you question, Shanae. Hope that answers your question. 100%. Can you, you know, women me? are emotional creatures. Uh, they're built like that. Men are even more emotional. We just don't have the tools to show it. We don't have the tools to not show it. And so half pineapples. Yo, can you hear me? Am I here? Coconuts. Coconuts. I can hear you. Coconuts. Coconuts. Word. Pineapple. You saw it say pineapple, so say coconuts. Um, you got it. What you got? Have got that? No, he ain't got that too. You got that boost. Hey, boy. man, I don't know what's going on connection tonight. <laughs> I don't think it's my connection. I think it's the uh, the server itself. But you know, it's it could be. There, we're live, man. It could. And be. I do got cell phone service. What you What but, you got um, to say? What you got to say? On I don't that? know, man. I'm not gonna jump out there and say all men are more emotional creatures than women. I disagree with you on that. I think Ooh. women, or I think women are definitely more emotional than men. I think men carry their emotions on their sleeve. Uh, women may, you know, have way more advanced methods of their emotions than men. You know, I think women can kind of perform out of war with their emotions better than men, if you were to ask me, because I think when a man gets angry or upset, you can kind of see it, you know, coming from a mile away. When a woman, she might be able to hold it and get you down the line or do something way more deceitful than you could even imagine. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, you know, I wouldn't just say it's just straight up that men are, are more emotional because they have to be, in a sense, emotional. But, again, I think with the man, you're going to know what it is right up, up front. I, I think men, I think men, are, I say men are more emotional. We don't have the tools. We have a built-in, we have a built-in compression system. Uh and, and we use that to suppress them because of how we were taught to act and be and to portray ourselves as. So there's a lot more. There's a lot more to a man than meets the eye. But it takes a. It takes. Um, it takes a. It takes a jackhammer. It takes a jackhammer to get to it. You know, it takes a jackhammer to get to it versus. Versus with a woman, you can get I to it with a, you know, point. with a scalpel. With a scalpel, we just don't we just don't do it the right way. Um, like I said, hmm. exactly. Uh, I agree. I disagree. Men don't know how to communicate, so in most cases, yeah, I don't know how to express shallow emotions. I said we are more emotional. We just don't have the tools in order to express them properly. I promise you. Any man that is listening to the sound of my voice right now has ran through a thousand different emotions right. inside of his head. A thousand different emotions inside of his head and maybe one or two have ever exited for you to be able to see them. You know, as with any human, we are all built uh, built based on emotion and we all make decisions uh, unfortunately sometimes good or bad based on emotion. It's how we how we portray those. See, I totally uh, understand. It's the biggest, biggest thing. Oh. I understand the angle you're coming from. I was thinking, I was thinking. Uh oh. I heard I was thinking. No, I was just saying, went out. I totally understand uh, what you're yeah. saying, bro. Like, I was thinking from the more simplified aspect of it, but from what you're saying, like how men carry their emotions and everything spoken. Oh, shit. Can you hear me? 
Yeah, Pineapple. Pineapple. Coconut. Coconut, coconut. Go ahead. Hello? Hello, hello? Go ahead. You probably can't hear me, but go ahead. All I right, so, you. no, but I was just saying, yeah, I, I was just saying, like, me, me personally, I just think that it's hard, it's hard for me to say that men are more emotional. I can mm. okay, cool. But uh, I can hear you. But, but okay. um, I, it's just hard for me to say that uh, that men are more emotional, man. I think it's uh, it's got to be much closer than what than what you're probably thinking, K. Does I can definitely okay say that you know men have, have you know man look. I'm gonna need him to get that. I'm gonna need him to get that out of his out of his system because I need to hear what he say as well. Once he figures out what he needs to do with his life and his connection, um, but you know, Ryan, you said it. You said it in the in the best way. Uh, if we have the strength to hide our emotions, we have the capacity to regulate to cor- regulate them correctly. Yes and no. Yes and no. Because when it comes to women, um, men fail at being able to regulate them correctly. Most men. Fail of being able to correctly, correctly uh, regulate him. He did. <laughs> it probably is. I heard he was popping bottles in there, so it's going in and out. He showed me. He showed me earlier. So more than likely, that's what it is. Um, once he, once we get that, we we'll get that square in the way. But half. Yo, say it's safe word. Coconuts. All right. You can hear me, right? Yes, sir. I can hear you. All right, Sorry good. for I, I don't know what the hell's going on tonight, man. It's all good. Come on, come on, man. Come on with it. Nah, and like I was saying, man, I'm pretty much. Uh, I don't have a, a deeper answer than what I was saying. I think, like I said, men have, have uh, of a layered defense when it comes to their emotions. But in my opinion, women are more emotional. They they do more. Where I'm coming from with is that they do more in their actions based off of emotions in my opinion most most women's decisions in my opinion are emotional when it comes to uh comparing yes yes i can agree to that and i'm not saying that it's not logical i'm not saying that women aren't logical at the same time but i mm-hmm. think that they definitely lean on their emotions more absolutely absolutely but I, um but men are emotional creatures. All in, all in the same. <laughs> all in the same. Men are emotional creatures, as it. Um, but we which, took. We, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What you saying? No, no, no. Go ahead. We took what? No, <laughs> I, I was just saying we took we took this first part of the deep dive that we were supposed to go into the other half a lot further than we expected. That's how, that's how it usually happens. That's how you usually happen. like once me and you once me and you start talking that relationship stuff, man. We got stuff like we didn't even go into the second part. No, no, we didn't. But we it's didn't. all good though, man. It's a great conversation. Nah, it's it's the perfect conversation. It's always a it's always a perfect conversation. And and they, the mental health part was going to it was going to trigger us into that other side of talking about how people more and more people are living for themselves since the pandemic. You know, we wanted to do a reflection of of then and now and where we are and who we are different as a people. And I think part of that uh, is, um, you know, if we come closer together, we're further apart socially. 
and this pandemic has exposed a lot of things to us, not only just socially, but emotionally on how we deal, how we deal with certain things. So that plays a big trigger on, on it. The relationship part of it plays a big trigger on it as well. I think we, I think we hold, we're holding the things that hold more value in a little bit better frame. If that makes sense, we're prioritizing the priorities is on things of more value now versus what it was before. So maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get into that next week. But if you, if you start, if you start a fire, okay. If you start a fire, be prepared to keep that bitch lit. Okay. Be prepared. Make sure you have enough wood. Make sure you got enough spark. Make sure you got enough paper. Keep that motherfucker lit because if you doing too much to get the attention of one person and then when you get them have to keep it up and it's exhausting to you to the point where you're you're mentally and physically exhausted that person isn't the one you should have been chasing or plain and simple you were doing too much to might have you might have bit off more than you can chew bit off way more than you can chew way more than you can chew um, but everything in moderation. Be who you are in front, so you can set the tone later. Um, oh, you know what we didn't do it in our we didn't do our rant, but that was part of my. You know what my rant was going to be? Was lower your expectations. Jesus, sheesh. Definitely should. Yeah, definitely make sure you got enough wood. Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As on the road, say definitely make sure you got enough. You got enough wood. First of all, you ain't getting far if you got you ain't got enough wood in, in the first place. So just so just so you know, if you don't get them calls back, then then you need to look at some other options, brother. Um, or find somebody, find somebody who's down with the wood you got. Um, yeah, that's getting a little too much. Hey, but look, <laughs> hey, but but look, man, would you uh bring us to a close, my guy? Bring us to a close on this episode 36. Y'all funny. God damn it, Hef. This pixelated madness. Hey, I can't man. hear his ass no more. There you are. I'll tell you what, man. We had a fun <laughs> episode. It was a little bit crazy. He, he look, you can't you hear pop- me? You can't hear I me? I can hear you now. You Yo. popping bottles at the beginning and fucked everything up. No. <laughs> so uh, basically, man, excuse the technical difficulties. I'm I'm blaming. Nah, man, I'm oh I'm God. blaming I'm blaming the server tonight. We're live again. We might contact the folks out at the uh, the sir. I'm not gonna say their name and give them free publicity. But but, uh, but not I'm episode 36. Man, it was a fun conversation. Sorry for the difficulties. You can't hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. You, you can't hear me. Yes, You're good. We'll close good. it out, man. Shout us out. <laughs> we appreciate well, each and every sure one of you coming out on Sunday man. when we're in here. Um, look, you can find us at all just the podcast at gmail.com. Go listen to us on Spotify, Facebook.com, ADU Podcast. Find us on Twitch, Kate Dizzle DC, and have streams. Find us on YouTube, YouTube, ADU Podcast. And you can find us on all streaming platforms. Go back and listen to them every Monday. What we talked about on Sunday, share with your friends and families. You'll see a lot more promo and things from us. Uh, some midweek conversations are coming. Trust and know. And uh, production value is going up a thousand percent. I'm just letting you know right now um, that we are, we are, we are um, news break 
Uh, going to be planning a live show soon, live show, live local show soon, uh, and the capabilities of that, and it's going to be awesome. So look forward to that. We love you. We thank you for coming out for the conversation. We're getting there. Uh, I promise you we're getting there, and we will see you next week on episode 37. Take us out, Hef. That part, man. You know where to find us. We love you guys. Fun you conversation as, as always. Cuts pineapples. Good night. And you know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in. I know.